I didn't end bad. When I was the freak. When I was drinking demon blood. Come on, man, that's totally different. Was it? Because you could have put a bullet in me. Dad told you to put a bullet in me, but you didn't. You saved me. So help me save him. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering the TV show Supernatural. And we're doing it episode by episode, Chris. We're not we're not skipping episodes. We're not I, yeah. we're not doing two at a time. We used to do three at a time. We're doing one at a time in a row. Yeah. Consecutive no order. No jumping we're doing around. In order, which I you know, some people say, hey, what are you guys crazy? You doing them in order? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. One by one, baby. We're not doing them in the order that some blog says that you should do it uh-uh. no <laughs> do you think there's a weird watch order for supernatural probably not right i you can't know how people I, do the i can't swap imagine. up the yeah. watch order for star wars or whatever well like i mean the mcu has a lot of this because they introduced time travel so like you know you, technically captain marvel which came out in 2019 is the first mm-hmm. mcu movie or whatever uh but we all you know that that's off. we all know that that's blade so i'm gonna start with yeah. blade on every mcu yes. watch <laughs> You're going to start off with the flashback time travel episodes with John and Mary. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like, and then any episode that has uh, young Sam and Dean mm-hmm, in it mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. chronologically through their age. Uh, and then you start with season one. I bet someone has made this edit, right? Like I bet Probably. there's, I bet there's like a, a movie edit of supernatural out there where they, they like tried to make one story about the bros. Um, yeah. And if not, if there is, let me know. And if you've never seen that, let me know because that might actually be a fun project. <laughs> like <that> could, <laughs> I've never oh, done an hour and a half movie. One. Yeah, but I mean, uh, that could be like just limited to the first five seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like culminate yeah, with the yeah. with Sam dying at the end. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. We'll just times. edit out cast to save time. Everybody will be happy with that. Right? Super. Everybody will be super happy with it. <laughs> Speaking of Castiel, just punched their headphones. Chris, uh, yeah, we did a whole song and a, and a big uh-huh. music video about, uh-huh. you know, Winchester Payne and the boys losing that was mm-hmm. inspired by Castiel dying at the mm-hmm. end of season 11. Uh, but apparently he's not dead. <laughs> Some muse he turned out to be. And I know we had said like, Hey, we know he's coming back. I did not expect to be having that fucking conversation in yeah. episode three. Yeah. It's been 45 minutes. Dean hasn't even changed clothes. Dean yet. has not <laughs> t- 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 taken off his jacket yet. <laughs> 
what I am. I'm not actually mad at this because like the sooner Castiel comes back, the sooner we can get onto fun times or whatever. And Dean won't be so fucking weird, but it's still, it's still like three episodes. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like that's kind of like the rate that Castiel shows up anyway. True. Like this is no different than any other season, except that we think he's dead. You're, you are not wrong. You are not wrong at all. Uh, what do we usually do on this podcast? We thank people for doing the Patreon. Hey, Patreon. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, We'll be showing you some love this this month, so look out for all of that stuff. Patreon.com slash Sponsor of the Week, exclusive podcast, all kinds of cool content. Chris, what's been happening uh, with Season 13, bruh? Yo, last time on Supernatural, Colonel Sanders, the last Prince of Hell, mm-hmm. rose up to fill the vacancy in Lucifer's list of BFFs, with his eyes set on turning Jack over to the dark side. Meanwhile, Sam and Dean team up with Donatello, the prophet of all people, to try to understand what's happening to Jack and what they should do next. While Sam has already started rehearsing his, what is he supposed to go dark side or something speech for Jack, Dean has had a much harder time adjusting to the present situation after losing, uh, or after the loss of Crowley... I wrote Castiel first and some reason got tripped up after the loss of Cass, Crowley and Mary. But little does he know that Mary is trapped in an alternate dimension with none other than Lucifer, who has had his first confrontation with his brother, Michael, who says he has a plan for his serpent sibling. Whew. Damn, Chris. When did you write that? Uh, yesterday. I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. 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 Sometimes uh, I write them long before I watch the episode, which is what I did with this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we're covering season 13, episode three, Patience, written by Robert Barron, directed by Robert Singer, the dream team of Supernatural writers and directors. Loretta Devine returns as Missouri Mosley when her friend is murdered by a wraith with a taste for psychics. Missouri enlists the help of Dean and Jody to protect her granddaughter, Patience, who has no idea she shares her grandmother's trait and could be next on the wraith's hit list. Meanwhile, Sam continues to work with Jack on learning how to control his powers. I uh so we 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 spoiled this just because it was in the our little preview sentence um that Missouri was coming back. I had I had knew, known about this because as we were doing the podcast, uh like season thirteen was airing and I remember it being a big deal that Missouri was coming back. Chris, they bring her back and they just fucking kill her. Yeah. I feel like I made that joke last episode. There was like that the, there was no way she was gonna live through this. And you know, this episode isn't bad and, and her death isn't bad. But <laughs> It's that thing where Supernatural calls up an old co-star or or an old you know guest star, whatever the hell. Um, specifically a some, woman. <laughs> specifically a woman just to kill her. And it's like, you know, it, they've done it so many times that it, it that's what makes you roll your eyes. Um, and yeah, like because like I said, there isn't anything inherently wrong on, on within the bubble of this one episode with this death. But it just, you know. It's on the tail of of so so many other instances of this exact same thing. Um, if you're you know if you're not a, a hot white guy, then you are not sticking around on the show. <laughs> and honestly, you're kind of dicey if, even if you're a hot white guy. So yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. I Benny, mean, anybody? If your name uh, he, he he was hot, right? <laughs> if your name isn't Jared or Jensen, like I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna start out in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, there's a blonde lady at what is very obviously a psychic, uh, like place when some dude walks in and she's about to close, but decides to let him in anyway. She's, uh, you can tell she's kind of sensitive, uh, no pun intended. She can just tell like, Oh, you're having a hard time. And he's like, I really am. Um, they have some back and forth and then she starts to read his aura. Uh, and so she holds her hands out on each side of this dude's head. And as this like blue light starts to shine as she's reading this aura quick quickly turns to red and she sees his true face which is a wraith 
um, and yeah. he jumps Dude, I up. I was so proud of myself for calling him out as a wraith. Yeah, I, I mean, I wrote I wrote wraith question mark in my notes, but when they confirmed it later, I was like fucking clue master clue master's you still dog. got it they you did say it, i mean dude. they did say like they did say and show rates in the previously on so i don't i don't remember that okay. i just don't know if i saw that <laughs> i was uh, i don't know i don't I, no i don't think so I, cool. I don't think so jeremy um he gets up and he does he does a lot of like weird <laughs> just solving clues that they show hands to you i knew i knew mary winchester was going to be coming back how uh, i just had a feeling was it because they showed feeling. it to you in the beginning what? um he gets up and smells her a lot and then like whispers in her ear and then kills her um mm-hmm. and uh we neglected i think we have not we have long neglected to talk about the new splash screen oh yeah we, we i don't think we, we have been talking about that i don't even do you even do you even pay attention it's just like a weird what? golden eye i used to be so into those but then so now when them. the splash screen hits it's like, like i gotta take notes i gotta catch up on what just happened so that i can continue watching i'm gonna i'm gonna send it to you because it's it's this one is actually really cool i hope it doesn't just send you a black picture and it's actually the gif because that's going to be does. Um, looks like it's just gonna be a see. black picture there it looks like it's just gonna be a black gif and you know okay. what i'll save i'll i'll be on the lookout next time yeah yeah, yeah. um maybe it'll send so it to you start... one frame at a time <laughs> so it's we, like 45 uh... text oh great great perfect <laughs> uh i love technology we head over to the bunker and something about dean wearing these fucking big ass headphones mm-hmm. just made me <laughs> laugh i love it dude like he's like is he supposed to be grumpy is he sad like he just looks like a teen who's like crying in his room because those headphones are so goddamn big it's it's big 70s energy like he's got his yeah. rush vinyl like he's got his giant uh, headphones plugged in and he's smoking a doob and just jamming out doing air drums when the solo kicks in you know what i'm saying uh but he's just on his laptop listening to taylor swift so yeah as um, as we all know that's right um sam goes to check in on jack and he brings jack the video message that kelly had left for him the one that she had recorded for for jack um Sam gives him this laptop to use and Jack is like huh what the fuck is this I am a Mac boy and this is a PC (laughs) Sam why would he know what to do with that Sam holds up the USB stick like "Ah, oh my bad bad. let me plug this in for you why would he know how to do that what if Jack's secret power was just the ability to plug in a USB flash drive the right way the first time every time like that's that's some fucking cosmic they they said that they said that the Nephilim will be stronger than the angel that that they gave birth to him or whatever mm, so like mm. that seems like pretty easy like some That's pretty strong yeah strong power for me um but yeah like dean doesn't even know how to do that sam why would you expect jack to be able to impossible it absolutely impossible uh um so he sets this video plane and then immediately gets a phone call from missouri uh who is like hey it's been a while and sam's like yeah no duh we could have used a psychic hunter for the last 15 years where you been yeah. at girl would have been pretty tight uh he instantly recognizes her voice yep. <laughs> just like all right sam i guess she does have talked to her in 12 years she but... does have like a really unique like she's she's doing the the, the poltergeist thing uh yeah. on a pretty regular basis that did did you know that the discord including myself all watched poltergeist together the original one i no i did not know that that's a, that's a very funny movie because everybody like as soon as there's ghost the mom in the story of this family is all into the fact that there's ghost in the house <laughs> <laughs> like she is so excited about it it's very hilarious she's the sam winchester of the group oh absolutely like she could check out the lore she says yeah, to coach yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um we see oh yeah so uh Missouri says that she needs she needs some help mm-hmm. um we cut over to kelly giving her message to jack 
um, telling him that, you know, he is who he chooses to be. He doesn't need to be influenced by anybody else. Blah, blah, blah. Happy mom stuff. We already saw some of this message when she recorded it. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot, to, there is a lot of new stuff in here. Like the, yeah, you're going yeah. to be okay. You're going to be amazing. Um, but very specifically, I think that the part that we had not heard before is, uh, she, her telling him like, don't let anybody tell you who you have to be. Like there, you don't have a fate. You can be who you choose to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to be amazing because you have an angel watching over you. Uh, Kelly fucking killing it from beyond the grave. Like, why is this getting yep. emotional, Chris? Yep. They always <laughs> Kelly. She brings it. She she, she just brings her egg. Just gonna have to start time. watching Supergirl so I can see her and Morgana. I guess from <laughs> fucking. Uh, oh, Morgana's in it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Dude, you gotta, you gotta finish Merlin, man. Come on. <laughs> I really do. Um, anyway, so uh, Dean comes comes walking out. He finds Sam there, who says, "Hey, I got a call from Missouri, but I put Jody on the job because you know we need to stay here and and, and work with Jack." Obviously, Dean wants absolutely nothing to fucking do with that, so he is gonna go uh, out on the road. Yeah, um, I, I Dean's aggression in this episode is a little much for me. Um, mm-hmm. I I was kind of hoping after his aggression in the last episode that this would be like a him being alone and having some time to to wrestle with stuff, but instead he does the Dean thing, which is throw himself into the job. So mm-hmm. um, and then it only gets worse. And it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> So he walks up to Jody of Missouri at the crime scene. Um, as soon as he hugs Missouri, Missouri is like, oh, I'm sorry for all of your losses. I've never, I've never heard that phrase before. Like, I'm sorry for your losses. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a very loaded statement. Like, that's a, yeah. it's just a rough thing to say to somebody. I'm sorry for your losses. Yeah, that's, that's heavy. It's not even one collective loss. It's, it's many losses in many different forms. Is that what um, Jess says to you when you come back with the Taco Bell? Oh, sorry for your losses. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> I'm I, I'm sorry for all of the things that are about to go wrong with you. Um, so this is where we establish. Hey, we're thinking we're thinking Wraith. Yeah. Um, and they end up heading. You know, they head to the crime scene or they head, they head inside the the psychic place. Um, and Missouri is able to read the doorknob and she basically gets the cold open. She she watches it. She confirms it is a wraith who has a taste for psychics. Yeah. Um, and while she's... Clue masters can figure out, hey, Missouri might be next. <laughs> <laughs> and while she's having this vision, she also sees uh, somebody uh, and she yells out, James. Uh, yeah. And then we quickly go back to Sam who is telling Jack that he needs to train so that he doesn't you know, hurt people with his powers. He puts a pencil on the table and tells Jack to to move it. Like we're doing some standard telekinetic stuff here. Yeah, and and Jack is thinking, okay, he wants me to train, like get stronger. Yeah, and then he puts a pencil, so j- he just starts like doing curls, like bicep curls with the pencil, and he's like, Sam, I don't think this is gonna. I could do, I could, much, I could do 500 man. of these. I could these, these I, are I, easy, <laughs> these are easy reps, boys. What are we doing? <laughs> Jack doing bicep curls with the pencil goes. I could easily do 50 of these. I could do, Sam, these are this is lightweight <laughs> stuff that you're giving me to train with, my man. Do we have any? <laughs> Just Jack bragging about like a like a too low number for yeah. something so light. I can do it. I can, do, not, I can do fifteen of these like without even breaking a yeah. sweat game. Come on, what are you yeah, talking man. about? Like not like five thousand. It's just like twenty five of these easy. I'll do it right now, Sam. It's, it's not, look, I'll do two at a time. I'm gonna do each arm. I'm gonna alternate. Okay, is this good alternate. for you? Um. We switch back over and uh, Missouri is contemplating uh, or calls his, her son, James, um, and uh, she's not supposed to. That's the first thing she says. I'm not, I'm not supposed to call, but and he kind of interrupts her and says, let me guess. You, you saw something. And she's like, yeah, it's, I saw a vision. 
you and patience are in trouble and he just completely hangs up on her yep. um and missouri tells dean and jody like hey i've got this family they're gonna be next uh, i saw this vision but i can't go with you like I, I i'm not allowed to see him and he has his reasons mm-hmm. um and dean is like no homie we're not leaving you here with a you know psychic fetish wraith guy on yeah. the on the loose and she's yeah. like no you go save my family you hear me with dean winchester like she gets a kind of she gets an attitude on him and he just immediately was like okay yes ma'am no problem <laughs> okay all right i do love saving families especially when they're not my own <laughs> yeah, that's a thing that i like to do <laughs> i like to save families that are not my own do you ever so did that you, i could project and wish that i had a better brother <laughs> did you ever meet lisa <laughs> Did you know? Do you, do you guys know each other? Were you the same season? Guys, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, it's also long ago. Um, Ben's got to be like 18 now. Saved him. Yeah. Saved him. When's Ben coming back? Dude. You think, they brought, ben back. you think they brought Ben back for the finale? I, I hope they brought Ben back for the finale. Um, all right. So back to, to Sam just glaring. He's staring at Jack two feet away from him. Um, no luck. He's not able to do it. Um, Sam tries to get him to to remember how he he did it last time. He's like, so when Osmodius was in your head, or Asmodius, whatever the hell his name is, um, was in your head doing this shit, like can't can't you just pretend like he's in your head again? And Jack is like, dude, no, fuck off, no, that's absolutely fuck, not. not gonna, that was terrible. Don't do that. And also, stop staring at me. You're freaking me out. Dude, dial it down, Sam. Come on, stop simping. Give me some food. Yeah, Sam's had psychic abilities before remember he was i mean he obviously he had the dreams that was his thing mm-hmm. but when he was locked in uh the closet with one of that like uh homicidal yeah. psychic yep, kid yep. He, he was mm-hmm. able to push push the door open using the force mm-hmm. so like you might have some tips and tricks for jack i know it's been a while sammy but come on uh jack gets kind of angry and sam immediately recognizes that they need a little bit of a break and decides to go get some food um we go back over to the psychic place where Dee Dee, who was the blonde woman from the cold open, was murdered. And our wraith shows up uh, and Missouri is there. Missouri recognizes him immediately and says, hey, I've seen the future. I know how this all plays out. I know that if I try to run, you're going to catch me and kill me. I, I, but I also know that if I stand up to you, that my people will come and murder your ass. And yeah, he just kills her. Luckily, the camera like goes off screen, so we don't have to watch this. But I, and I recognize like there, this is a kind of a symbolic passing the torch to a younger actress to do some of this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I'm happy to see Missouri, but like, we're not even like 10 minutes into the show and she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, Special the, guest star comes back for the four minutes of screen time. Yeah. I just, you know, it's, 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 it's just funny at this point, right? It's like, just, I mean, yeah. it's between Charlie and Rowena and you know, I don't know if they wanted to like replace her, you know, even just to even just to shake things up. I don't know. Maybe she just this some this Wraith somehow drinks her psychic powers. So now she's just regular and it's still it's the passing of the torch or whatever. Sure. Like, or let her die at the know. end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Not Instead at the beginning by herself. Like she says something cool, but then, you know. Like I said, in a bubble, there's nothing wrong with this storyline or this death. But in the grand scheme of things and the way that Supernatural operates, it's just it's kind of fucked up. From here, we jump to uh, a high school where a uh, very goofy vo- volleyball player um, meets, She's so goofy. <laughs> meets up with Patience, uh, whose name we don't know yet. But it's obviously Missouri's granddaughter. 
Um, this volleyball player really wants Patience to join the team, but Patience is too busy with her book learning. Mm-hmm. Um, the goofy volleyball player like throws a volleyball at her and she catches it and she's like, that's what I'm telling you. You're good. <laughs> you got a killer serve and you aren't putting it to use. <laughs> I believe in you, Patience. Uh, this chick is so goofy and I hope she comes back because like, this is the kind she's of energy. Really, she's so goofy. <laughs> there's a, uh, there's this goofy sitcom called AP Bio and it's uh, one of the leads is um, the main dude from it's always sunny and there's a he plays a high school teacher um and one of the kids in his class is like this chick this really kind of awkward goofy nerdy girl who writes fanfic and has huge glasses and like same similar vibes and it's very <laughs> hilarious um the volleyball player jets she's left there by herself when the lights start flickering she sees blood on the floor and she looks up and she sees her grandmother's body on the floor and the grandmother says, you know, patience. And then she wakes up in her own bed and her alarm's going off. Mm. It was a vision. Mm. It was a vision. Uh, cut back over to Dean who sees on the news what happened. Uh, my note for this one was Supernatural. Can you please fucking chill? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just because they just are always killing people. Constantly I had held out people. hope. I had held out, held, held out hope. Maybe she was still around. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. You were thinking maybe she's going to... Hey, let her be a ghost for a little while, right? I like, why can't she be a ghost? I mean, she's got it. She's she could be polter. She could be a poltergeist. Like, come Kevin's on. a ghost. Kevin's a ghost. You haven't, you haven't I think, unghosted Kevin yet. Yeah, uh, I bet Ge- Kevin and Ben are hanging out. Ben's miserable. Ben's miserable. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the Winchester saved our family, and I'll have to hang out with this dumb ghost. <laughs> yep. And he can't remember Dean because he had his mind erased by Castiel. So he's just he's just hanging out with a with a ghost who he has a loose affiliation with, but doesn't know. <laughs> um, Dean fills uh, Jody in um, on Missouri, and they make a decision to like you know you know Missouri told, knew what was going down. She knew this was going to happen. She wanted to protect her family, so we're going to do that. Um, they go knock on the door on James's door. Uh, who is obviously upset to learn that his mother is dead uh, and feels bad that their last interaction was him hanging up on her. Um, when we go over to the high school and Patience is having some deja vu, the volleyball player is even more goofy than she was in the yeah, vision. She's, um, she's even more concerned about Patience's killer serve that she's mm-hmm. not putting to good use. Also some guy that likes her, very cute. Um, mm-hmm. But And then the Wraith surprises her. Uh, and then... Patience surprises me by proceeding to beat the hell out of the wraith for a little while Dude, and break his she, like pointy stick off. Kicks him in the balls, punches him in the face, and snaps his fucking wraith bracelet. Dude, we've never met Patience before. Uh, I mean, technically, you and I have, but like yeah. in the show, we have not met Patience before, and I'm in love with her. Like, this is fucking great, dude. She just yep, kicked this yep. little wraith's ass with no training. Like, I don't. Where did she excellent. learn these moves? And I didn't actually realize until the end of this episode that we had met her before um, or, you know, we would see her again, yeah. I guess. Like when mm-hmm. Jody talked to her later, I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> that's right. There was a psychic girl <laughs> that had some that had some abilities. I just remember Claire. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember us being very confused who, about who all of the other people were yeah, in the Wayward Sisters yeah. because we just hadn't we didn't have the framework for it yet. Um we jump back over to the bunker. Sam is reading and like keeping an eye on Jack over like this video camera, which is a really weird setup. Sam is reading the drama of a gifted child. Of course he <laughs> that's is. The name of the book, yeah. AKA we need to talk about Kevin, right? Like that's the, yes. those two stories yes. are basically the same. Um. So yeah, Sam's got Jack on the baby monitor, but suddenly he's gone. Sam freaks out, runs in um, and then finds him like s- curled up in the corner um, and Sam being very rude here says, why is this so hard? It doesn't make sense. Sam, Fuck off. 
You've been nice this whole time, but now you pull up with this impatient shit. He's just, I don't like he's just it. getting a little frustrated. He figured the pencil thing would be a gimme, right? Like he was like, oh, this is going to be the easy thing, and then we'll and get. He's it. been in there doing bicep curls with the pencil for an hour and a half. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do, we're gonna push the pencil with our minds. We're gonna curl the pencil with our arms, and then we're gonna open a gate to Apocalypse World and save Mom. Let's get it, Jack. But um, yeah. So Jack says he's sitting there in the corner, a little bit uh, upset because he thinks he's evil. Um, and you know, Sam tries to tell him that that's not true, but Dean keeps saying that it is true. And in fact, Dean said he was going to kill Jack. Um, and then he talks about how, Hey, my mom said that I was good, but now she's dead because of me. Um, and you know, he's only been on this earth for a few days, but he's already started hurting people. And I think Dean really got into his head with, with his, his idea of Jack basically. And we're going to, we're going to deal with a lot of that at the end of this episode. Um, Sam says, you know what, I can, I didn't think about this before. You're obviously like terrified of using your power based on everything that's happened to you. And I'm over here putting a lot of pressure on you to do so. So let's just call this for now. Let's, let's stop it with the pencils, put down the pencil. You don't have to do any more pencil curls. Jack, put down Jack, Jack, give me the pencil. Jack, hand me Jack, the pencil, hand me the God, give me the fucking pencil, pencil. Jack. Um, Um, And then we'll just figure out a way, a different way to do this. And Jack asked, why are you being, why are you being so nice to me? And yeah. Sam's response yeah. is is extremely powerful. Love that they're giving Jared yeah, some shit to do. You got me. Um, he says this because I'm, he knows how it feels to not belong, to yeah. have a, a darkness inside of you, to to, to be sh- to have family, to have Dean and Castiel help him through that, and mm-hmm. and he wants to then help Jack to get through those same feelings. And I just I have like in big capital letters in my notes Sam Winchester with a bunch of exclamation marks behind yeah. it because this is they, so they let him act. This is so good. It feels like that is, I mean, you know, something like this, and we've talked about this many times, is is something that a lot of people could probably personally relate to, right? You know, you get the bad thing inside you. Um, so, you know, that's Jared Padalecki acting that, but it's also literally acting a deep memory for Sam. <laughs> like, this was Sam's the whole thing for like five seasons, and, and it hasn't been for a long time. So I'm glad that they, they went back to that and let Sam kind of pull at that to try and help Jack because I've been waiting for that this whole time Sam was a psychic kid he had all these issues um, and no it's not the same as Jack but it's not that different either so I'm glad that he is, he is opening up like this and you know he's he's acting he's doing the thing he's doing the thing and this is like I think a good relationship development between him and Jack and for sure sorely needed for Jack right who is like mm-hmm. very new to the world and obviously very much into his emotions right now and not knowing how to act and having this as a contrast to Dean saying you know I'll murder you which, as much as I joked slash was serious about that being Dean's love language in the last episode, probably mm-hmm. is a little intimidating if you're four days mm-hmm. old. <laughs> like maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe it's a little hard to hear. Maybe too much. Maybe too much. Uh, we go back to Georgia where Patience is confronting her dad. Um, apparently, Missouri, even though she was a psychic, was not did not tell him that his or told him that his wife was going to recover from some illness, and she didn't. Um, and, and so he just never forgave. So her. he just never forgave her for it. And he also didn't want patients growing up in the hunter life like he did, um, which is astounding yeah, to I me. Always, I always forget that. I guess she's a hunter. Uh, yeah, she's a hunter. <laughs> yeah, like because she's a psychic. But like, I just and it's not. I don't think it's a gender thing. I just like because she's never shown in the show to do it. So I just assume that like mm-hmm. she's the she's the person that John goes to for like yeah. I psychic thought she just worked with hunters. But. Yeah, yeah, not and not be a hunter. Um, mm-hmm. But um 
he didn't want her to grow up we in that ha- life. We haven't seen her for 12 years. Yeah, so, so we don't know. Who knows what she's been, who knows what she's been yeah. doing? Uh, did she agree to go to the British Men of Letters? Like, was she on that team for a little while? It was like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I can- they go to Missouri. <laughs> um he tells her that they're going to run and tells her to go pack up stuff. Um, so she goes upstairs and grabs this brooch that Missouri gave her and has this flashback to uh, graveside at her mom's funeral where James is telling her Missouri that, Hey, you need to tell my daughter goodbye because you're never going to see us again. Um, mm. And as she comes out of that memory and walks up to the closet, surprise, it's a wraith. She screams, he grabs He's her. And leaves. <laughs> How long have you been He's, in that closet? Like this dude's just straight up hiding in a closet, which is very scary. Fucking very weirdo scary. ass wraith. But it's so weird. <laughs> um well all right so she's been kidnapped but good thing dean is already hacking the traffic cams he's ready to go he might not be able to know you know fit a usb stick inside of a laptop but he can hack a traffic cam. Dude, that dude from season seven that I, whose name i will never ever remember told him taught him how to do one thing and one thing only and dean has never forgotten it he's never forgot it i think his name you know it was moriarty or something like definitely that. Mor- it was colin moriarty yep <laughs> flag right. boy himself right. the evil guy on twitter yep patience wakes up tied to a chair um, oh no! Wait. Before this, James goes in, into his secret box of divination, divination material and mm-hmm. brings out some crystals. It's like his D and D set. Yo, like, absolutely <laughs> his D and D set. Like, he's I like, was, well, did you know the D and D is actually very popular now? I was really surprised that, that we didn't get like a busty Asian beauties thing when he opened this box. Yeah. Like, I thought they were going to yeah. do the porn thing again. Um, but he can he can figure out where she is using magic. Mm-hmm. Patience wakes up to a chair. Uh, and the Wraith starts giving his big speech. He accidentally killed a psychic for the first time and then got addicted. Um, but as he's been going through killing psychics, Missouri was the best he ever had. So now he's realized he can just keep her forever and just like sip on her. Keep her alive yeah. so he can continually like, have this. Thing. You know, super creepy. This guy's real weird. He starts like sniffing her and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. she's a teenage girl. Pump the brakes. Um, very creepy. If it was Buck Lemming, it would get a lot creepier. Yep. Um, but he, I guess he's treating her like a delicious meal. Um, I don't know. It's still weird, but, um, honestly, this makes sense. Like that's really fucked up, but like, I kind of get it. <laughs> no, no. And I think it's really <laughs> fucked up and it's really scary. Like I like, I, yeah. I like the concept a lot of this dude, be, yeah. re- like having the, the realization of like, Oh, I can't just like, if I just kill her, that's one, one and done. But if I keep her alive, like I, that, then I'm in genie territory. Then I'm a, yeah, then I'm if- a great that's great. Know. He could have he could have just befriended a psychic and been like, "Hey, can every I, once in a while, can I put this rod in you every once in a while? Do you mind if I put this rod in you every once in a while? Uh, just a little, just a little nibble forever, and then you know it's consensual. He doesn't have to be uh, a sex criminal. It's it's all good. So wraiths have this spike that comes out like a Wolverine claw, except it's from yeah. underneath their. Uh, it's on the bottom of their wrist instead of the top of their wrist, um, or the top of their hand, I guess. Do you? And this is a very serious question, Chris. Do you, do you think, because we've only ever seen male wraiths, if I remember correctly, uh-huh. do you think that their penis looks the same? Like, do absolutely. they just, absolutely. You think that they have like a, like a wraith rod well, penis or do, you do think they, they just, have a, do they have a penis? Oh, you think they're, do they, do they Kindle? reproduce do you think or are Kindle they just like magical, there? magical beings? It's tough because every monster looks like a human. Yeah. But do they look like but a if, human under their clothes is what I'm curious about. That's, you know. Um, maybe the Wikipedia can tell us. 
they always give special stats for monsters. My my head cannon says that they just have like a it's like a like a pin cushion down there mm-hmm. of wraith mm-hmm. of wraith needles. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. You know what um, I'm saying? You, you're feeling me. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I know, yeah, I can picture it in my mind. You have before, I'm sure. I have, I have yeah, before. Yeah, this is this is this is something you do, you do a lot on oh, your on your yeah, own no, time. No, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's see. Characteristics, uh, physical appearance, powers and abilities. Uh, oh, okay. Perfect. Perception altering. Mm. Insanity inducement. Oh, crazy sp- dick. Spikes. <laughs> spikes. Plural. That's a, is that a power? That's, I mean, it's an ability, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is that, or is it a physical attribute? <laughs> they have sharp, retractable bone-like prongs on the back of each wrist. They use these to okay. drain brain fluid and, and, and as a weapon. The spikes are quite brittle, and if broken, cause the wraith great pain. So um, they shouldn't use them as a weapon, if you ask me. Yeah, invulnerability. Uh, dopamine production. What are they invulnerable to? Uh, cannot be killed. Dopamine production? Is that what you just said? Yeah, I did, yeah. Wraiths cannot be killed by conventional means. They can be killed by silver or severe head trauma. So you're telling me that this this wraith has dopamine production and I don't? Their organisms can produce <laughs> dopamine and inject in their prey with their spikes. So they, they just they are just a healthy brain. Yeah, they're just a good me. brain. Yeah, they're, they're, you've never seen a wraith with I ain't never seen a wraith two wraiths <laughs> with depression. Yeah, uh, that's I need right. to stay I need that's to stay right. off TikTok. Uh super strength, super agility, and regeneration. Wraith can grow back their skewers if they are broken off. Hot. That's hot. Um, you want to hear their, so anyway, their weaknesses? No. Because <laughs> there's there's some good ones in here. You ready? All right. All right. Lay it on me. Uh, silver, obviously. Uh, yeah, of course. M- mirrors, because, you know, revealed the form. Huh? Uh, number three on the weakness table, spike breaking. <laughs> oh, spike breaking is a weakness. You're right. You're right. Uh, severe trauma, <laughs> extreme brain damage. Um, Ex- yeah, I mean, because you can't, that don't mean it won't do nothing if you have extreme brain damage. Psychics, psychics can see through a wraith's disguise due to their natural oh. blue aura. Oh. Uh, my favorite, werewolves. Ooh. <laughs> and it just says, and there's links for some of this, Brad was able to cut Killer Wraith's belly with his claws. Shut the fuck I can uh. click on Brad and Killer Wraith, and I don't want to. Uh. Um, finally, there's Jin. They're just weak to Jin. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Jamaica Jin won a fight against Killer Ray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What? Jamaica what? Jin man. Is this all from is this all from that one episode? The whatever bloodlines Dude, I have, had monsters left and right? I have no idea. This has gotta be some like season 14, 15 bullshit that <sighs> we're talking about because I mean who the fuck is Brad? Who is the Jamaica Jim? This is too much. This is too much. Where are so we at anyway, this episode? Where are we at? So Wraith gets creepy with patience. She yes. says, first, gross. Second, I'm not a psychic, so I don't know why you're kidnapping you. Uh, but then the squad rolls in. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I actually thought Sam was there for a minute. Then I was like, no, that's James. Yes, it's James. That's not Sam at all. Um, so it's Dean, Jody, and James. They roll in. They start sweeping the place. Um, and then we see the dad get killed through the neck mm-hmm. then we see jody get stabbed and i was like oh it's efficient and then we see dean get murdered yeah um which is just i don't 
I don't care how much of a pain in the ass Dean is being this season. He's not getting killed by Wraith. Not getting killed by Wraith, y'all. <laughs> that thing doesn't stand a fucking chance mm. against Dean. I d- I d- I'm d- starting to distrust that she's an actual psychic, Chris. Yeah. I don't believe that she's she just a- has a wild imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be pretty crazy if you're telling me that Dean Winchester gets killed by a quote-unquote wraith whose and weakness like- is whose weakness is spike breaking and werewolves. <laughs> yeah. They're in like a brittle ivy garage or something. Some, you know, Dean Tess, Dean Winchester ain't dying in a place like this. If he's dying in any place like that, it's a wet pipe factory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and of course, this is all a vision and it starts all over again. Um, this time. That that's how the last, the last Twilight movie ends, Jeremy. That it starts all over again? Like the gunslinger? There's a huge battle scene at <laughs> uh-huh. the end of it. Um, and there's lots of fighting and everyone dies. Uh, okay. But the good guys, they win in the end. And then, no, just kidding. It was actually just a vision, a psychic vision. And then the movie's fucking over. Are you serious? The, the fight it's doesn't so... actually happen? No. What? <laughs> you see, You see it all. <laughs> but it doesn't actually happen. It's just one of the characters showing the bad guy, hey, here's a vision of the future if you guys try to fuck with us. And he goes, oh, no, okay. Every once <laughs> in a while. We won't fuck with you. <laughs> I'm just tempted to throw on Twilight just to, just to experience it. <laughs> and then you tell me something it, like that, and I am, uh-huh. I'm immediately back out. I saw, I saw a video the other day of uh, her, um, the, the, the main Miss Twilight. Uh, Kristen Stewart. There you go. And the werewolf. Jacob. Okay. Um, Wait, no, that's his character. What is it? Taylor Lautner. There we go. Sure. Um, but this is from the movie itself, so you can say Jacob. Uh, but it was him doing the motion stuff for being the giant wolf that's standing next to oh, her. Yeah. And yeah. like he's like in, he's, in the movie, it's in an suit. it's an enormous werewolf, and he like turns his head, and she like pats his head, and in the the actual motion capture, he's just in the Ugh. green suit, and he leans over and just ducks his head, and she's just patting this smooth green head of Taylor. <laughs> yeah, why Lautner. did they make him do that? Why did they make him do that? Hey, we need to capture your performance, Taylor. We need to put you in the wolf. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. I worked out a lot for this role. Whatever you say. Yeah. Is the wolf gonna have abs? Because I've got them. Yeah. I've got a lot of them. <laughs> you need to give the wolf a 12 back is all i'm saying oh. so this time around uh instead of the dad getting killed he just kind of gets stabbed in the arm um jody is able to not get stabbed and die instead she gets like stabbed in the leg or something if i remember right um and then dean doesn't get surprised because uh you know patience gives him a head heads up so it's a straight up fight until dean grabs a scythe and is able to stab and then kill the wraith yeah, he also he fought him with a rope for a second. And I was like, okay, all right, yeah, that's how you fight. A, we want to have a rope fight, okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really use it that much. Though. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, it's one of those things of like that's how you're supposed to fight a guy with a knife is to get a rope and like mm-hmm. tangle up his hand or whatever. And I'm glad that Dean knows it, but he's you can tell he's very inexperienced with it. It's like what picking up Dane, a new, D- it's like Dane, picking up a new Soul Calibur character, right? Like yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know how to play Killick. Huh, weird. Yeah, uh, I what if he just pulled off his belt? That's what I would have liked. To what? See. What if he, he pulled, pulled out his... off the belt to like unwrap, you know, to hold off the knife with that because there was no rope nearby? I want to see these boys taking their belts off more often. That's all I'm saying. What if he pulled off the belt and the right just just stopped and was like, "Whoa, hey, hold on, whoa. hey, whoa. look, I know we, uh, I know we have a lot of, hey, uh, hey, guy, uh, I'm only hey, a psychics uh, guy, all right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what you're trying to. 
Dean's like, then why are you so flustered? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he cracks him with the with the belt, just like a little bit, like playfully. And he's like, whoa, come on. Hey, oh, no, no, no. On, no, he does the he does the thing where he bunches it up and like he pull, pushes it in and goes, uh huh. And makes the yep. the the, yep. the crack of the belt. And the guy's like, oh, God, is it is it hot in here? Or if I just <laughs> come uh, on, man, I I got a reputation to uphold. You can't be doing the belt thing. I mean, I've been a, I've been a, I've been a rain for ninety years and never sweated a drop. All of a sudden, Joe, Jody's on the ground bleeding, being like, Dean, Dean, what are you doing? <laughs> stop, stop, stop making the wraith horny and kill him <laughs> somebody update the wiki the wraith is weak to, yeah. to, to daddy dots yeah 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 where i think we're banned from the wiki we can no longer make updates can't so make updates for the we, wiki anymore after we put on <laughs> after we put on dean's page virginity. that he was a virgin still the best thing this what podcast has special ever special power virginity um we win dean kills the we thing win. Later, uh, Patience admits that she's a psychic. She's like, yeah, I guess I am psychic after all. Outside, Jody tells Dean that he's, uh, quote, still got it when Patience comes out. Um, and they kind of ask her, like, so what's next? And she's like, I guess college? Like, my dad is telling me to put the gift away and, like, look it back to normal. And you can tell Jody is surprised when Dean jumps in here and agrees and says, yeah, absolutely. There's no joy in this life, just pain, horror, and death. And if you get a chance at normal, you take it. So, like, huge, huge, great mood for Dean right now. Mm-hmm. Dean just fucking sunshines and rainbows all over the place. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, you, Dean's in a good mood when he's like, yeah, man, I'm on the fucking road. I'm doing my own thing. I'm killing monsters. And he's in a bad mood when he's like, oh, there was, we never had a chance at normal. <laughs> there was no other choice for us. <laughs> if, I, if I could choose, I would be normal. Dean Winchester, PhD, just saying it's for Dean Winchester, pain, horror, and death. Like, that's, yeah, like if, that's he's, right. if he's whipping that's out right. the PhD, you know he's having a yep. bad time. Yep, yep. Um, Patience takes this about as well as any, you know, 18 year old girl can and uh, walks away when Jody chases her down and is like, hey, yo, look, you don't have to listen to any of them. Um, You don't have to listen to your dad. You don't have to listen to Dean. And she starts telling Patience about her daughter, Claire. Um, I don't know if this is the first time Claire's like referred or referred to as Jody's daughter of Jody. This is the first time Jody has said that or blah, 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 blah. But I, I like it. I think it's pretty yeah, cool. It's very nice. I mean, Sam's been calling her new mom for a while. Yeah, now. but that doesn't feel as good as this does. <laughs> it doesn't feel as good. <laughs> feel, right. feels, feels very weird and slimy. Uh, <laughs> my name is Jody. It's, it's like a thing for Sam, and I don't really like it. <laughs> no, New Mary. That's what we call it. What's weird? My phone is New Mary. I don't like new that, Mary. Sam. Isn't I don't that, like isn't that. Isn't that cool? I don't know, Sam. <laughs> Put your belt back <laughs> on, young man. I'm just worried you got a, you got some complexes to work out. I just don't be projecting that onto me. He's like, no, it's. Uh, it's Not totally like fine. That. It's like a platonic mom. And she's like, what it's the like fuck a is plat- a platonic mom? <laughs> All moms are platonic. What do you mean, Sam? <laughs> Why'd you have to specify Why that? did you have to specify that? You shouldn't platonic have to specify mom. it. That doesn't, that's not a thing. It's just mom. <laughs> I need you to stop right now. <laughs> platonic mom? <laughs> Sammy, I'm gonna hang up on you. And I, I, when you call me back, I expect an apology and an explanation. I need you to hang up the phone, put on your belt, and then make, make up an apology, and then yeah. call me back. What? You're the new. You're the new Mary. You're new Mary. Your mom. Platonic now. new Mary. I don't platonic like that. Mom. I put you on my phone as platonic mom. <laughs> All right, new Mary is no good, but platonic mom is that? Is that okay? What? Is that good, Jody? Jody, are you, you still there? Damn it, Rowena didn't like when I called her platonic mom either. <laughs> this is not working. Why did Castiel tell me to say this to everybody? 
why is it Cass? <laughs> you know, we know Cass learns too much from porn, and he's just gotten a lot of stuff mixed up. So he's been giving Sam some false information. <laughs> some weird advice. Oh. Castiel is a very skewed relationship. Oh, oh. man. Um, Jody tells Claire, like, hey, if you try to force this gift down to make somebody else happy, you're just going to make yourself miserable. Like, comparing this to her trying to force Claire down a specific path, and of course, that, that not working. Um, mm-hmm. And then kind of sets some stage for later where she gives patients her card and says, hey, if you get into a situation where you need something or you just want to talk, like, I'm here. Um, and you know that um, she's kind of, like, come around to it since the last time she talks to Sam um, because she was like, you know, I'll be your platonic mom. <laughs> yeah. patience is patience like i don't think like, I i'm not can, sure that is that know. is that your like screen name is that your like gamer tag platonic <laughs> <laughs> jody's just like okay all right i'm gonna go. go. i gotta go i'm not in the show anymore uh okay um we don't get any kind of like wrap up with dean and jody they just get in the car and presumably drive yeah. back to wherever missouri was nebraska <laughs> to go pick up yeah. jody's car so yeah, jesus um so, okay, yeah, so Dean gets back to the bunker, he asks if Jack went dark side, um, and Sam says, no, rude of you to bring up that word again, yeah. um, but no, Jack is pretty messed up because of you, and um, Sam brings up the whole you'd said you'd kill him thing, he's like a child, you scared the shit out of him, um, Dean continues on the jack is a freak and it's gonna end bad and then sam gets another little sam speech and you know my sam love and heart was was really feeling it my friend um he starts going on about how um because when when dean says he's a freak who's gonna end bad sam says well i was a freak and i didn't end bad um when i was drinking demon blood dad told you to put a bullet in me but you saved me um and dean says well yeah that's because you deserved to be saved uh and this when i when i look at jack all i see is the people that he killed all i see is Cass, mom crowley the people that are dead because of him um and he tells sam to stop pretending to care about jack um because he thinks that sam only cares because he thinks he can open up a you know the dimensional portal or whatever and all while all they, they are like screaming at each other while this conversation is happening and jack is just like in the other room listening to them it's he's listening to his parents fight absolutely like this is this is definitely hearing your parents fight for the first time um i think it's an especially low blow for uh dean to a whip out dark side as easily as he does and then like move right straight on to freak uh i feel like i don't know if the writers intended for this to happen i kind of feel like they do because it's i mean these are these are you know yeah it's hard um, to tell if it's intentional or if it's just we've become so uh closely tied to that quote because of the video but um but i feel I mean, like yeah, it, like robert barron's level like, of freak what am yeah. i supposed to go dark side or something like yeah we've joked about that shit a lot but those are direct sam quotes to to, to use that exact same language that's either really good writing or just a, a coincidence that makes it incredibly cruel of dean and i think i think it has to be because it, i mean it's it's so it, it's so just like especially with like we got the preview of you know Sam drinking blood and the and the previously on section and all that mm. stuff. Like I think they are they are specifically quoting this to show how terrible and insensitive Dean is being right now, where he can't mm-hmm. like he has no capacity to even understand like that there's a, the potential in Jack to be anything other than death incarnate and to yeah. have no other outcome than to just murder him. Um, 
It's uh, it's a passion argument though. These boys are just yelling. These at boys each are other. yelling at each other. I mean, it is. It's mostly Dean yelling, and Sam gives it back a little bit. But I, you can tell that Sam is kind of just like I don't know if he's hurt or if he's just kind of like what the fuck, man. Like he doesn't have that same level of of anger that that Dean is working with right now because this is you know this is his grief coming out in a very very toxic way. And I think that like during the especially the first part of this conversation uh, before Dean starts yelling like. Sam is dealing with this in a kind of the way that you deal with a say like a like a drunk parent or an irrational spouse or something like I'm not, I don't want to say an irrational spouse but you, you know what I'm saying like he's he's walking around on eggshells trying to explain this yeah. to Dean very yeah. directly of what Dean is doing wrong to try to to try to you know hey we need to work on this and when Dean escalates that by yelling Sam doesn't quite go there with him as you can tell it like Sam is trying to keep it on a, on a at a certain level like at a certain volume or at a certain intensity so that he can mm-hmm. you know he he can try to like be rational during this because yeah. Dean I don't think is being very rational right now like Dean mm-hmm. is is over the top concerned like he's not dealing with his grief he's he's telling young girls that you know <laughs> there's only pained horror and death in the life of a hunter which I mean is yeah. not untrue but the like, only thing that really make that makes this I think work for me is if Destiel's canon and I don't even, you know, like it, losing a friend, losing a family member is, is obviously incredibly difficult. And it's something that Sam and Dean have both gone through. I think losing the person that you love the most is, is probably um, a lot more intense and it would explain the imbalance. And maybe I'm just kind of reading into it a little bit, but like if, if, it, if it is, you know, canon, then that means that, Dean lost the person that he loves the most while Sam lost a friend. You know what I mean? Um, which both are significant, but one is probably more significant than the other. Sure. Um, and it just like that, that would definitely inform the just overwhelming anger. I mean, how many stories are, are written about, you know, a guy whose, whose girlfriend gets killed or his wife gets killed. Supernatural <laughs> did this. And uh, now he's on a, you know, a revenge quest. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like that's what Dean is doing with Castiel right now. And it's, I, th- I think it's also significant. Like, and I, and I agree, by the way. Like, I think this is, as much as we joke around about Dustiel and all this other stuff, like, this is the kind of emotion that seems to be reserved for a loved one more than it is a friend. And that's contrasted with Sam's reaction to this, which is like, hey, yeah, that's super sad, but we probably should save mom. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but meanwhile, Dean is just not is no to everything and the the killer part of this really is like that jack is overhearing this because he's we they, we specifically see his face when he we he, dean is telling sam that he's just pretending to like jack so that he can use them and all this other stuff mm-hmm. and jack and sam isn't given enough of a chance to, de- to deny that so like jack doesn't hear in some impassioned plea to be like no i actually do deeply care for him or anything so it'd be easy for for jack to think about that to think oh shit like mm-hmm. you know he he's just using me as well. All that other stuff was lies. Um, and then finally, Dean says Castiel, yeah. and as he hears, as Jack, yeah, the one the one last thing that I that this is now kind of stirred up, and it's pretty obvious. But um, he 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 says Castiel, and he's and that definitely that triggers Jack. But at, I think as he's talking about Castiel, he's saying how he was basically tricked by this kid, like he was like mind controlled by him. Um, so the resentment of of course is even stronger not just that castiel died but that his last days they weren't spent with dean he had gone off with somebody else and and not in a lover's quarrel kind of way just meaning like he had changed and like 
had disappeared and had gone down a new path that that Dean didn't want him to go down. Uh, and then it ended badly. So now there's like that extra layer of resentment. I don't mm-hmm. need to be saying this. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but the the stinger of this is that as as Jack hears Castiel's name, his eyes start glowing and his like telltale magic move. And um, we cut to Castiel lying on the floor of this Ooh. completely black room. Um, and just and he kind of wakes up. And he hears Jack's like whisper his name, and is he he's you know he's dressed in the full Castile uniform with the overcoat and everything, which has to be a bummer. <laughs> Man, I died yeah. and still got to wear the, the 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 tie, huh? Okay, cool. No new digs, huh? All right, all right. Well, all right. <laughs> Can I get like a flannel or something? Nothing. I can't even dress like one of the guys. All right, no, that's fine. Um, but he wakes up and he kind of looks around, and then the episode ends. Um, I I don't. So some things we were spoiled on, some things we are not. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't know what the situation here is. Uh, doesn't this seem like it has to have something to do with what he did to Billy? Hey, yeah, that is a, like, that's a really good point. I didn't really think about that. I thought it was more of like a visual trick, but that does very much make sense that he didn't go to heaven. He didn't go to hell. He's not in purgatory. He is in a black void. And honestly, I just was like, okay, Castiel. I didn't even think about the black void that much. That. I I and hope I, I hope it does. Like I mean, this, I this could be hope that there is some. Yeah, th- this could just be like a like a pocket universe or something. But like I just, yeah, it's so weird that like they that they went out of their way to show Billy telling these boys that they you know you're not going to have any second chances, and that they that Castiel did this like crazy weird like deal with the Reaper, or that the boys did the deal with the Reaper and then Castiel like reneged on it by killing her. Like I just feel like th- there's got to be some consequences to that, even like. Or, and, and just supernatural, yeah. maybe there won't be, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll hopefully see in the next episode, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, we shall see. We shall see. But yeah, I think overall, this is a good episode. I'm disappointed that they just like kind of did away with uh, Missouri so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I, I like how they're setting up Patience. Um, one of the things, that, you know, we, we have covered Wayward Sisters, so we know Patience shows back up at some point. Um, so I, I kind of like everything that they're doing with her. This is kind of cool. I'm, you yeah. know. I'm ready for Dean to get over himself a little bit. I'm ready for Castiel to come back and be like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You can be next to him now. You guys need to chill. That's my child. Yeah. He's going to be high five and Sam and shit. And Dean's going to be like, where am I high five? What the hell? (laughs) Dean, a better question is, where's your belt? Like, I had to kill a wraith. I had to kill a wraith, Sam. And he goes into his context. He's trying to find Jody. He's like, who's platonic mom? (laughs) Can you you please tell me who platonic mom is? Um... Uh, good episode. What'd you think? It was a good episode. Yeah, obviously killing Missouri is, you know, that's hack, uh, supernatural bullshit right there. But, um, you know, good episode overall. Uh, you know, I'm complaining about Dean, but the, it's not bad writing for Dean, you know? Like, that's it's, a, it's different when it's like, oh, I think in the past, they've definitely done some bad writing for these boys, where I just don't like their character arcs. It seems like, you know, they've been over this before. And I have felt that way a little bit with Dean but now I feel like it's kind of really un- unfolding in a natural way that I don't like but I think is is good you know what I mean yeah absolutely uh I think it's and it's also like Jensen acting his ass off too right mm-hmm. like he's the dude mm-hmm. the dude you don't that always just have to like the things you know the choices being mm-hmm. made in your in your favorite shows you just have to it just has to be good <laughs> yeah I just I just want it to be quality and like make it make yeah. some sort of a sense um mm-hmm. 
thank you everybody listening uh we're recording this a little bit late so thank you to the patrons for being a little pa- for being patient with this um as we are trying to get the back on schedule to get our early releases back on track um this is a weird day because it's the day that like spotify does all of their yearly stats for everybody and we had mm-hmm. a weird number of people like adding us on various social networks and being like answer the week was my the most listened to spotify podcast yeah. or, and all this other stuff and um the highest I saw, Chris, was 12,000 minutes. Somebody listened that to 12,000 minutes of us uh, throughout the course of the year. Wow. So that's, that's thank huge. You. Thank, thank I you. I mean, that would just get you through season one. So. Yeah. Thank you, thank <laughs> those, you, Claire. Those were some long episodes. <laughs> uh, I did the math, actually. Like 20,000 minutes is everything on the public feed right wow. now. So, wow. Um, but thank you to everybody for listening yes. and be sharing that bit. And that, that it means a lot to us. I was all of those on our account, yeah. probably annoying the shit out of yeah. everybody. I was just so excited. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Instagram, like, you know, uh, behavior, but like, I guess mm. when people put us in their story, we get like a message. So I just responded to the message. I don't know what to do with that stuff. So <laughs> I don't know how any of that works. I hope I'm not That's making fine. any That's faux fine. pas or anything, but thank you so fine. much. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. We, we really yes, appreciate thank it. You guys. Um, we will be back next week with The Long Way Home. Hopefully, my audio isn't too loud. Turn it down a bit. I've entered the cut. I have followed you into the cut. I have tumbled backwards, downwards, into the cut. <laughs> you're, you're, and you're yet, c- Nathan the Pimp remains silent. What you're, uh, what is- you're a cut guy now? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, what is? Uh, I, I, wa- I walk into the into the Discord call, and your name is Nathan the Pimp. I need answers. <laughs> All right, Bidet Walker. If we're gonna call each other out, let's call. Let's start it. that's that's good. Bidet Walker is good, Jeremy. I don't remember where Nathan the Pimp got started from. Now I've already I've already forgotten about it. It's already um, been lost. You know what? Oh no no no. Um, here I will. Um, I think I can just. No, that's not gonna work. Uh, I could send you the image where I got Nathan the pimp. You just describe it to me. <laughs> uh, so somebody didn't know what simp meant. And so, oh, gotcha. And then uh, they went to Urban Dictionary, and the definition of simp was someone who says who does way too much for a person they like. Mm-hmm. And then of course they, you have to use it in a sentence. So it says yep. Brian Shu the simp. I bought her a car and a whole house house, and we're not even dating. And Nathan the pimp responds, "You a simp." <laughs> So. so simp is like as opposed to pimp yeah i i mean i assume so i don't really don't know that's what i'm now gathering interesting good yeah. good but yeah. i am nathan I'm, the pimp not nathan i'm bidet walker because we talked about bidets on the the whatever it was called the commentary mm-hmm. episode it's true um and like in like Daywalker, like blade mm-hmm. just combine my two favorite things vampire hunters and um fancy toilets i love talking about blade 
Well, it's fucking. I mean, I haven't seen Blade. So cool. I haven't seen Blade in fifteen years, but I'm just here to say that Blade's fucking tight. They're getting a. uh, They're doing. They're releasing a 4K HDR version of Blade this week, and I. uh, In fact, I'm gonna look. It might already be out right now because we should do. Let's do. Let's do an episode on Blade. You want to just do an episode on Blade, (laughs) dude? It's a. It's a. It's a tight movie. It is. I rented it. I probably told you this already, but we I rented it the first one. I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I was pretty young. Um, you know, Gary don't care. He's like, get whatever the fuck movie you want, dude. We're going to Blockbuster. Having a sleepover. Me and Steve rented Princess Mononoke. Which oh is, God. I mean, that's a, it's not a dark movie or anything, but maybe for sixth graders, it's a little much. Um, it's a two and a half hour movie about like, you know, environmentalism or whatever. <laughs> um, and then number two was Blade. And that, that was the favorite for that night. God, I remember... I went to the theater to see Blade, man. That shit was hell yeah. T- shit was tight, tight. <laughs> shit was tight. Oh man, that uh, vampire rave scene mm-hmm. at the very beginning was possibly one of my favorite things of my you know, entire life. I went there in my imagination the first time I saw that, and I, I'm still there. I I, I ain't never left. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm still in a vampire rave in my heart. Uh, I'm always living in a vampire rave. You can, yeah. if you come to my house, there's a special button that if somebody finds, will just squirt blood everywhere, so you can have the vampire rave. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate when I someone can't... leans on it during Thanksgiving, but you know, otherwise, yeah, it's still pretty yeah. Dope. Have we had a vampire rave episode of Supernatural? I, th- I feel like we've brushed up against it. Maybe not directly but um, all of the vampires in supernatural are like truckers (laughs) and like and guys guys that know how to play wonderwall on a guitar yeah really (laughs) it just really doesn't add up um i don't know if you can hear it now so i I got the covid test earlier right Mm -hmm. and i know i had heard i had heard it called the brain probe but they really they really shoved that thing up there and i haven't really spoken all day (laughs) So now that I'm on the microphone talking, I can like feel my sinuses like reacting to the damage they sustained earlier. It's very strange. Jesus. Yeah, we've cool. uh, we've both had pretty close brushes with with COVID. I don't know how, how much mm-hmm. detail you want to get into it, but uh, a member of my family uh, has been tested positive. Mm-hmm. Um, she I texted Same. her texted her today, and, and uh, you know, how are you feeling? Are you showing symptoms? She said, this is some serious shit. Yep. <laughs> and I wanted yep. to be like, yep. I hope the trip to Florida was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I didn't because yeah. you know family. Um, I am watching the original trailer for Blade and realizing I don't recognize a lot of this movie. I need to watch it immediately. I mean, you might be thinking of Blade Two, which no, uh, no, I is, I am not. <clears throat> which which one's Blade Two? Like, what is the plot? Do you know like anything that happens in that movie? No. Because the third one has like Ryan Reynolds in it, right? Yeah, yeah. The third one is the one I, I don't know that I, if I've only, if I've seen it, I've only seen it once in like a haze. Yeah. Um, but while well, they're just explaining what happens in this movie, I feel like we have probably had this conversation on this podcast before about Blade. Really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've talked about Blade before. I don't know. I don't think we've talked about the only time. I mean, I, I brought it up the other day of like if you want to put Blade out of a job, like all the British men of letters has to do is kill all the yeah, vampires. Yeah. But that's. Honestly, ever since I've made that joke, oh, I forgot about the weird blob thing. They just put that in the trailer, dude. Um, ever since I made that joke, though, that's all I've been thinking about is watching Blade. So it's and then finding out that Blade is technically part, or it's going to be part of the MCU. Yeah, dude, absolutely, hundred percent. Just like incredible stuff, super great. 
and I know that this has been said before, but like the fact that you got these schmucks like Iron Man and and Captain America and Spider Man and hell even Thor, we have all of these guys. We get the Avengers or whatever, but none of them are doing anything about New York's no. fucking vampire. Problem. Nobody nobody cares about the vamps, dude. <laughs> it's a, like one guy, they got one guy doing it. This happens with the uh, Spider Man as well, the video game because. In Spider-Man, there's a giant Avengers tower in New York City. Even though you don't see any of the Avengers, it's just kind of a nod. But, like, Miles Morales destroyed a whole fucking bridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saved some of the people. I'm not sure if I saved all of the people. But, like, yeah. Iron Man? <laughs> you around, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Can you... You too busy having dinner with Pepper Potts or whatever to come stop this terrorist attack? No? All right, I'll get it. I'm in high school, but I'll get it. Hey, hey Black Widow, can you flip your way over here and maybe save a life? That's all I'm yeah. asking, Black Widow. Hawkeye, anything in that quiver of yours? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, you had to have a COVID test and that was not fun. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but definitely not pleasant. Um, it's, I mean, I, I waited in line for probably, I was, I was gone from my house for a total of an hour, which all things considered not that bad. Sure. Um, went down, got in line, waited a while. And, um, when I got up there, it was pretty simple. They took my name. My doctor had called because my doctor was like, bro, you got to go get a test. I was like, um, I don't know if I feel comfortable with you calling me bro, but whatever you say, doc. Um, and he said, do not fucking call me doc. It is he said, doctor- do not call me doc. It, it is, is not. Yeah, I worked hard for this. It is Dr. Um, Greer. No other thing. No other way yeah. can you refer to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I went out, waited in line in my car. Uh, eventually, I just got up there, rolled down my window. They had me uh, take my nose out cover my mouth with my hand and my mask uh and then she just went to town on me bro and um you know i I might have said this to you earlier it it wasn't the worst thing in in the world but it changes you Mm -hmm. it changes you you come out of there a little different than than when you went in um you know i'm pretty sure she hit the back of my eyeball (laughs) it popped popped out a little bit um no it didn't but yeah it's it's just really really strange feeling to have somebody stick something super far up your nose swirl it around for a second um and then you pull it out and there's like that moment of relief but then it goes right back in on the other side you go oh fuck (laughs) um it's 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 a a double barrel i didn't know that oh dude double barrel for sure for sure and just like afterwards it's the feeling right before you're about to sneeze but like you you get the release of the sneeze in when when you're about to sneeze but this is the that moment right before the sneeze but no sneeze so it's just like this strange um this, almost like a um it's like it's teasing you it's teasing a sneeze but there's no sneeze in there um but yeah we'll see if uh i got the roan i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go get tested i think because i've been i mean i haven't been directly exposed but i've been close so I feel bro like don't go out just don't go outside i'm um Bro, my sister is getting married. Oh, in like oh. a month. Tell her, tell her to wait. Uh, I don't <laughs> um, know. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. It um, is. Like I'm. It's it's a it's a weird situation because uh, like I just know I, I know that family right. Like I know that I know mm-hmm. the family. Like I know they're not going to mask up. I know they probably haven't been masking up. Like I my I, and I don't like I can't not go to my sister's wedding. It would fucking destroy her. Like I'm not. Mm-hmm. Just there's just no way, <laughs> like it would be. Just, just go, just go dressed as an astronaut, and then nobody will make fun of you because you could be. Well, they will, but then you'd be like, "Oh no, it's um, you know, it's just a joke. It's just for, it's just for bands." And everybody will go, oh, "Okay, that Jeremy guy, he's he's pretty funny. He's yeah. doing a whole astronaut bit. Super good bands." <laughs> and you keep you keep walking like you're on the moon. It'll be a whole thing, and you'll be safe and protected. 
So let's just invest in an astronaut suit for you. Okay. Well, I, you know, I have one, but it was only for sexual purposes before. So I need to make sure, sure that it's for sure. It's, it's, you it's, know, it's, it's, geared, it's you know, geared up enough. You know, you're going to have to seal up all those holes now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut holes out in appropriate places. Now I got to, now I got to sew them back up again. Yeah, I guess. Sew them back up. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hold making on. me I'm my sex astronaut suit. I'm getting a phone call. Let me, let me check. Hold on. We're about to hear if Chris is positive for COVID live on the podcast, which I think everybody will agree that would be a bad oh, thing. Okay, sorry. Hey, are you positive? <laughs> I'm I'm always positive, man. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the doctor. I didn't know who it was, so I just thought I'd answer it. It was some dude calling to sell me something, and I was like, "Hello," and he finally like says who he was. And I was like, "Ups, oh, I'm in the middle of something," <laughs> and then I just hung up. <laughs> I'm in the middle of. A, I should have said I'm recording Monster of the Week. Yeah, sir. We're, do you know what you're interrupting with? We're several people yeah. stop podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Have you been on Spotify recently, guy? <laughs> Paul. He said his name was Paul. Shout out to Paul if you're listening. Shout out to um, Paul. Anyway. I had somebody had somebody call me the other day because uh, we are doing a refinance on our mortgage, uh, which I guess just opens the fucking floodgates for people to call you about mortgage stuff. And um, this chick called me. She's like, you know, we're so and so with such and such mortgage, and you know, there's been a lot of it. I'm like, hold up, and I'm like, what are you what are you trying to sell me? Well, we're not actually selling you anything. We just wanted to give you some information that would let you make a decision. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> are you with the government? And she's like, uh, no. And I'm like, then why am I talking to you? And it just hung up on her. And I feel bad, right? Like it's not yeah, her fault, yeah. but I just, she caught me in a mood and I just didn't yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, that's this. I mean, even just now, I don't know if you heard me stumbling over my words. Cause what he said, who, cause my, I just heard my voice echo back to me first. So as I'm about to hang up, I said hello again. And then he said, sub, I'm Paul from such and such. And then I was like, Oh, this isn't about my COVID thing. So I said, Oh, uh, I sorry, I'm in the middle of something. <laughs> Gotta go. In the middle of talking about hunks. <laughs> yeah. And he went, oh, and then he started to say something else, but I was gone. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Paul. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, let's talk about hunks. Outtakes, never heard of them. Let's talk about hunks. The people need the podcast, Jeremy. We're, we're down to the wire because of me. I pushed us back. Uh, I mean, down to the wire for a lot of reasons. It's not just you. Listen, hey, it's because we're gamers. It's mostly because we've been gaming. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I'm playing like a five year old game on my super next gen console. So, what are you playing? <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I do think. Um, I don't know if it's out on PS4 or not, but I think you need to check out that game that I sent you, uh, Star Renegade or whatever. Mm, mm. Um, I think I just like the tutorial was extremely overwhelming, but I think it would be your jam. Like I think you would really oh, yeah. dig it. I do jam. I do like to jam. I do mm-hmm. like things that are my jam. Um. I'm still playing Demon Souls, Jeremy. Have you gotten penetrated yet, or was that just at the drive-through COVID test? Um, oh, let's see. Uh, I have. Uh, I don't know. I have. I literally have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I, I got to be like, close over- to the end. You've told me you've killed most of the bosses. I know. I don't know how many bosses there are. I just keep getting. Well, it hasn't happened in a little while, but I was trying to to fight things either in a gimmicky way when I should be fighting them normally, or I was trying to fight them in a normal way when I had to do a gimmicky thing. So this flame lurker who I was like, the first time I went into him, I couldn't like do any damage to him because I was too weak. So I just, I was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hit him with arrows. That'll be, that'll be my whole, my whole bit. Um, 
and it was working but then he gets a little bit more aggressive right at the end so just kick my ass every single time because i get all lost on the camera and then one time i was just like all right i'm just gonna be patient and then just fight him like a regular boss and it was fine he like didn't do any damage to me um and i realized oh i'm just wasted a ton of time because it's a super easy boss uh and then like the dragon lord or whatever who's behind him dragon god i don't know what it is that i kept being like all right i like Clearly, I'm not supposed to be here, but I didn't know that you just break the fucking pillars that are in your way. and You can run down the path. I just was like, well, <laughs> clearly I need something to fight this guy. I, was, I didn't realize I had to attack stone wall. I was curious if they would flag that any better, because when I played the original Demon Souls and got to that spot, I was like, what the fuck? What do I what do I do? Like, where do yeah. I go? Like, I, I thought this was the end thing to do, but I couldn't figure it out until, you know, I had to go look it up online. So finally figured out that there were walls and somebody left like a, a stone it was like hit here and i was like yeah right and then the thing chipped away and i was like oh oh <laughs> i can actually go through here um but i still got like smushed a couple times because i couldn't figure out like when he was gonna punch and, and one hit kill you um but once you get you know once you get down to it that's super easy you don't actually have to fight it you just shoot it with these big big guns um demon souls has guns everybody demon souls, demon souls has guns exactly so right. that was you know that was whatever same thing with the um i don't remember his name he's in the <laughs> shrine of storms is that what that place is called yeah is that from zelda nope nope i mean yes <laughs> um, also but no <laughs> that the boss where you just have to like hit him in the head with the uh, magic or arrows or something what's his name it starts with an a a lot Oh no, the adjudicator. You're talking about the adjudicator. Yeah, him. Yeah, him, yeah, him, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so again, I'm I keep getting there, and then I would die because I'm just like running around trying to figure out what to do, and because I keep thinking I have to get down there and fight him, <laughs> but no, I hit him with four arrows in his little tiny head, and he died. It took two seconds, and I'd wasted all this time trying all these strategies and shit. I'm like, oh my god, I just had to poke him in the eyes once, and he was dead. <laughs> have you gotten to um, the end of that path yet? Did you do the big eel fight? sky eel no um i yeah i'm on i keep going down on that path um and i farmed a lot there it's super easy to farm which is wonderful but um that doesn't really do you any good when (laughs) you still get fucked up i keep falling all my way down that path i fall off and die so i haven't gotten there yet um i fought the uh the the leech the leech boss um only made it to him twice i made it to him pretty early on Never made it again because again I would just fall off ledges and just wouldn't wouldn't make it back. This made it to him a second time. Was able to kill him, no sweat. And then I got into like the swamp of sorrow or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> the valley um, of defilement. <laughs> yeah, uh, swamp of sorrow. And and then I was I was just there for like two hours, just walking around. I was listening to an audiobook. Made it all the way through. Um, found the dirty colossus or stinky boy or whatever yeah, yeah. the hell dirty he's fucking called. Yep. Mm-hmm um i guess at that point i was very overpowered because i killed him in like four hits again um but <laughs> yeah just i don't i don't i don't know if i've beaten any since him because i don't know where to go i keep kind of like well, after the dirty colossus like you're, you're you're almost at the end of that spoke like you're very close okay. so then there, okay. there's not like a difficult thing at the end of that it does the it does the it, it like subverts your idea of what a boss fight is for there which i haven't seen in the new version so i don't know how well i should go lays. back there then yeah, yeah. i should go maybe i'll do that after we record because um, <clears throat> that would be an easy, I, easy one to get out the way yeah so i don't even know what i have this oh and i and i unlocked the third part of bulletaria um which i went to like 
early Sunday morning. I was trying not to wake up Jess, and the fucking PS5 controller is just screaming in my hands. <laughs> so I turned the TV down all the way, but then the, the controller was just like hissing and making metal clanking sounds. I'm like, no, god damn it, gotta turn that off. Um, which I, I was actually kind of excited to get to, to be there. It reminded me of Bloodborne, like the level design. Um, but I haven't gone back, so I guess I still have a few options. Yeah. Um, at the end of the third part of Boletaria is the Penetrator, which I think that's a. It's not like a super hard boss fight, so I think you should be able to get through that, and then you'll be blocked until you go beat the other bosses at the end of all of the spokes, and then you'll have to come gotcha. back. To, is to it like four. a? It's like a regular boss fight. Like I miss regular boss fights where like I got to roll out of the way of attacks and like run in. And, you know. <laughs> it's um, it's just you against a like a. It's like a. It's like a Shadow of the Colossus fight that's not as fun. So. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. you got like imagine Shadow of the Colossus, but you have to go kill like eight archers before it. Gotcha. How far gotcha. have you it's gone making... down the prison path? Did you get through the prison? Oh, I forgot about the prison. I did make it to... I uh, I don't know if I made it to the boss. I found a bunch of keys and it was shooting out big bolts of like like arrows or whatever at me. Like the whole like hallway is shooting stuff at you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. There's that giant like uh, crossbow thing that's shooting yes, at you. it's a yeah, giant yeah. crossbow. Um, <laughs> yeah. I got there after exploring for about like, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. Uh, and then I died down there and I was like, ah, I don't, I don't want to deal with this right now. So I, I didn't go back and then I completely forgot that that was an option. <laughs> yeah, so you, I guess I should go back there. That will be, uh, so there's a boss that you'll fight there, which is really cool. Um, and then that next section you will probably, like, I, I don't know how it is in the remaster, but it's one of my favorite parts in the original game. Um, it's, mm. ex- it was extremely like just. Like it's 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 the part that like Miyazaki designed himself. It's the part that everybody raves cool. about. That, that that all that. So I don't know what that looks like in the in the remaster, but it should be pretty dope. But it's also like good luck on getting. I thought wait, you told me because you didn't you make it down to the bottom of the swamp and because this is like yeah, the dark to... swamp, like with with fire guys and not the not the shit swamp with like brown dudes. So I was in the poopy shit swamp. Okay. I didn't see no fire swamp. Okay, so this is more of a fire swamp situation. But okay, so you I have... don't those those things don't even seem like they would go together. Fire and swamp. And then you have, uh, and then after that, there's a really difficult boss, uh, and then there's just a short hop to uh, a gimmick boss, which I am very interested to see how you'll take. So okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll do some play in tonight. We'll see what happens. Sure. Let's let's talk about Supernatural so I can get to it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Priorities, everyone. <laughs> can you hold on one second? Sure. I want to make sure that I'm not peeking. You were. You got like all of a sudden super fucking loud, uh, like in the middle of that. Yeah, my thing is like really high up. Yeah, like twelve minutes form. into um, the call. Well. It would be like six minutes for you, um, depending on when you started recording. It like you, you it was like you leaned on the gain slider or something. Weird, because I did. I turned it down. Maybe I accidentally like ticked it up while I was doing it. I'm just gonna turn it down a little bit. Um, does that sound any better? Is that too quiet? Um, well, it's too quiet, but only because I turned you down earlier. So let me turn you back up. Talk, please. Hey, hello. My waveform is way smaller on my end now. Okay, that's fine. But I don't want it to... So, my... I think because my mic is just kind of old and shitty now. So, I feel like sometimes if I'm not clear enough with the way that I speak, which I definitely mumble, 
And if I get a little bit too quiet or a little bit too far away, I notice that it will like cut out a little bit of my words like on the podcast. Um, which again, I think that really just comes down to my mic. But yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make sure that like you can actually hear me. But but my parents, they're like, yo, dude, you want something for Christmas? Hit us hit us up with that link. I sent them a link for a dope new microphone. So is it the one that I Mom, the one that I recommended? Yes, to you? the cool yes, one. Yes, yes. I hope they can get Mom it. Mom and Pop, come through. Mom, mom, get over the COVID. Stop spreading COVID. Give me yeah. a microphone. Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that podcast gear. I need to, I need to, I need to pod the cast. Speaking of, let's do it. Okay. Thank you.